The Cynical Prisoner, Episode 2, 9, 27, 21. Okay, here we go, Mike. All right, go ahead. What's up, brother? Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, man, I've been through a lot of weird things in my life. I have a lot of experiences I can share. I should probably write a book on it one day. But um, I guess it all started just when I started uh, opening my mind to the world around me. I started questioning religion. I started questioning government, politics, government, banking, everything. I started questioning everything. And I started figuring out and learning about people I had never heard of before that nobody around me knew about. So that's what kind of started me on to my path of having these experiences. Because before that, my life was pretty normal uh, for the most part. But it wasn't until I started opening my mind that I really started having a lot of experiences. You know, when I was one years old, I fell off a deck. I should have died, but I had overalls on. My overalls caught on the, the stairway or the ramp of, of the stairs below us. And here I am till this day. So something throughout my life has always wanted me to be here, I feel like. Like, I always felt like I had a mission. There was something I was supposed to do. But I started figuring out about the world around me, how it works, secret societies, fraternal orders, uh, the, the, the true origins of religions, the true origins of our history. And when I started going down this rabbit hole, I just started finding out all types of information. That's when, you know, a lot of stuff started happening for me. So I guess one of my experiences would be would. Uh, you know, I was, I was getting really big into a lot of different topics, a lot of stuff. And I, I was having, like, experiences where I was, like, you know, opening my mind. I was learning things I never knew before. So one night I go outside and I'm on my front porch. And this guy's walking down the street. It's like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. And this area, everybody's asleep around that time. So this guy's walking down the street. And he's got, like, the suit and tie on. And he's got... Uh, the sunglasses on, like the Secret Service. And it was just something off about this dude, the way he was like, you know, just the way, just the energy about him. And I wasn't even really paying too much mind. It wasn't until he gets in front of my porch that I look up and he his neck snaps. And he looks at me very quickly and he starts smiling. He starts grinning. He's grilling me, right? And he starts, now he's not walking. He's not walking down the street anymore. Now he's moving very slow. He's walking very slow, and he's staring at me, and he's smiling at me. And the, the feeling that I got was unlike anything else. I've been around tough guys. I've been around people I didn't know too well. I've been around, like, intimidating, you know, people. I've been around giants, guys that were, like, six foot seven, six foot eight. This was different, man. This the energy was the vibe. And, I, like, I almost wanted to say, hey, do I know you? What's up? Can I help you? Something inside me, like a voice, was like, "Don't say anything. <laughs> Don't say anything. This Perfect. isn't. This isn't like that. This is. There's something wrong here. There's something off." Yeah, that Whether sounds. This is. That sounds crazy. He's just this random dude, just like around your neighborhood, walking through, middle of the night, wearing sunglasses and a suit and a suit, <laughs> grinning at you, man. Yeah, tell us, like, yeah, what was. What was your immediate reaction? Like you're saying, like your something inside of you was telling you, like, do don't talk to him. Do you think there was a reason he was there? Like, what what do you think? What do you think caused that to happen? I have no idea. 
idea. Me personally, at the time, after thinking about after it had happened to me, and after like telling the story a couple times, and after really thinking about it, my opinion is that somebody was trying to just you know we know who you are. We know what you're finding out. We know what you figured out. We're watching you. Yeah, Mike. So you felt like. You felt like this dude was just following you because you were getting too deep into the rabbit hole and you had learned too much, right? That's my opinion. That's what I was getting from the experience is that that's why it was ha- – that was kind of the impression that I got, that somebody was just simply letting me know, we know where you are, we know who you are, we know what you're doing, and we're watching you. Yup, dude. All right. So, yup, similar experience kind of goes back into playing what happened with me. Now, I had already talked about this in the first episode, but just in case, this is another encounter that we're bringing this up about, like, how these types of weird interactions do take place. And me and my boy, we're getting pretty heavy into, uh, into the whole conspiracy thing. And we had seen a whole lot of videos and different things that kind of like you know you you get told a story one day and it's believable until you see a different point of view of that same story like you can think about 9-11 in certain aspects you could think about you know the wars that we've been in of course it's very when you're young and you have a, a young naive mind and you're bred to believe that everybody's there to help you 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 don't tend to question too much it's when you start to question things is when you start seeing things that are a little bit differently so mike i could totally relate to where you're coming from with this random gentleman who happens to be in the middle of a suit in a pitch black 11 30 at night with sunglasses on and like creeping up in front of your porch bro so like I, I the scariest instance I had and I'm I'm not I'm not one to scuff away from like an argument if I have to. I mean like I'm I'm a pretty chill dude, but when I get in a frightened state of mind, I I tend to tend to push back myself. And at this point, I guess you could say I was in one of my heightened states. You know, there's that uh fight or flight that's inside all of us and mine is a little bit more fight first rather than flight unfortunately. So this guy rolls up on us and he's we're packing this vehicle up and we're putting some items away in case of a rainy day. You know, as far as I mean by a rainy day, we're getting ready just in case shit hits the fan that we have some extra materials just in case, you know, God knows what happens or there's a catastrophe and we need some extra food. Nothing, nothing beyond those types of means. And these guys roll up, bald-headed motherfucker, straight and looking like an accountant from a bank for no absolute reason, just comes up in an SUV, don't remember the color of the SUV, and just starts snapping pictures like no fucking tomorrow. So I walk up to this motherfucker because my boy is still putting the shit in the car. And it's in the middle of the daytime. So my boy's still putting this shit in the car, and I'm like, yo, chill the fuck out. I'm like, drop what you got in your hands. Not to the guy in the car, but to my boy. He's like, why? I was like, just shut the fuck up and do what I tell you. So he put the shit down for a second because he knew I was serious. And I go up to the car. I'm like, excuse me, sir. Uh, You're in front of a residence that my buddy owns here, and we didn't invite you here. Is there any reason in particular that you're taking pictures of us, our house, and the neighbor's house? And he goes, yeah, I'm here for the bank. And I'm like, what bank? And he's like, I can't 
disclose that information and we're like well what fucking bank are you taking pictures from there's no houses on this block that are going up for sale right now what the fuck are you talking about and this motherfucker proceeds to take a few more pictures rolls up his window and drives away now real quick just to jump ahead because this is going to connect this is already in the first episode but i just want to reiterate i've seen these types of things before so we go to this next location that's a private fucking location that we only had access to this shit's like off road you can't get to it on the fucking main road you got to have private access to it another motherfucker comes through in an suv starts and we're unloading at this point this is where we were going to keep everything that we needed in case shit hit the fucking fans close to the river everybody nobody really knew about it but it was off it was off in a separate location this motherfucker rolls up on us and starts taking pictures again so now i'm heated i'm fucking heated i'm ready to go fucking murk this dude right in the car so my boys are doing the same thing i'm like yo put everything fucking down you're being set up and i told my boys right now i was like you move another fucking muscle something's gonna go wrong i was like put everything fucking down everything you got on you back up put it back in the car get the fuck out i was like right now i was like just start moving everything off of where it is back into the vehicle i go up to this guy i'm like yo uh can i help you sir like this is private property what are you doing here we uh you know this is a friend of mine's private area you're not allowed to be here right now you're trespassing and he goes on and he tries to continue to tell me like i am not trespassing this is actually not private property meanwhile my buddy has the deed to the place and we know he's private he's trespassing and we're explaining to him sir there's no reason for you to be down here there's usually never anybody down here he's like oh i'm taking pictures of here just in case we want to put a property or some type of anything up over here in the future with the bank again there's been nothing built there ever since the fucker came through. And we're just like, what the fuck? So then I look out on the water because we're close to the Hudson and there's mad fucking boats out. All seem like they were ready to fucking pin us on something. So I told all my boys, pack everything up, put it into the whip. I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. Never came back. But yes, Mike, I totally understand where you're coming from with this shit. I've fucking seen it myself. So go on, man. Tell me tell me some more. What else you got? Oh, man, it's... um. I think there's a reason why these things are happening to us. And I think that uh, the best part is meeting like-minded people to be able to share our experiences because I think that there, there's real things going on that most people might, eh, they'll brush off like it's nothing serious. But to me, it, to me, I think it's real. I think it's very real. And I think that, uh, you know, the more we question and talk about it, the more we can understand it. For me, another experience for me, I call it the Starbucks, man. Because uh, this was a couple years back. At this time, I was working for Sleepies. And when, and usually, uh, you know, as soon as I'd be done working, I'd go home. But this time, I had to wait uh, for whatever reason. I had to wait before I could leave. And I uh, had something going on. No, Every, everybody wants to wait. Yeah, I go into the Starbucks. I'm waiting. Um, so I'm waiting there. I got to wait there for uh, somebody. So I'm waiting there. And I see this guy wants to talk to me. I can tell he wants to talk to me. I didn't really feel like talking to anybody. I just kind of felt like, you know, staying to myself until I had to leave. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my phone, whatever. And I look up for whatever reason. I look up and there he is. He's just waiting to talk to me. And he's just like, hey, do you remember? Or not even do you remember. He just goes, hey, do you know that? Da, 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 just starts going on about whatever. And everything he was saying, it was like to pique my interest. It was stuff that like I'm interested in, stuff that makes sense to me. And, uh, uh, you know, he, he starts saying stuff like, you know, a lot of weird things happen. Like, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you're right. So 
then he says to me, he was like, so that was just to get you to, I, I just needed to get your attention. That was just to get your attention. And then he says to me, I'm here to help you with something. I'm here to help you control your fear. So I said, okay. Okay, tell me more. So he goes, there's going to be times in your life where you feel like, you, you know, it's too much or you're going to be really frightened or there's going to be some really crazy stuff going on. So I want you to know uh, when this happens to you, I want you to control your fear. I want you to control your emotions and to place your right hand over your stomach and to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And do that at certain times when you need to, and it will help you. Trust me, it will help you. So you're telling me right now. I was, so, so Mike, sorry to interrupt you. So I just, I just want to recap. Sorry. We had, we had a little bit of uh, static that came through, but I just want to reiterate everything that you just said. So basically, you, you were, you were at Starbucks, and this guy just rolls up through, and just automatically is just like. Yo, he's he's got his eyes on you and he's just pinpointing you and he's just trying to get through yes. to you. And he's just like, yo, how do I how do I connect to this guy? And he's like, and he's throwing out mad shit that you know personally, and he knows that you know, and he's using it to get your attention. And then you guys have this in-depth conversation because you finally give him the two seconds of the time of day, and he's teaching you how to control your fear, which is definitely weird and definitely something that should be talked about that's that's pretty weird man that's crazy and i do think that I, I, I didn't get a negative vibe from it even though i've had you know situations like the last one i told you about which was definitely a negative uh it was a negative feeling because you know uh this was different though so i do think that whatever is whatever is happening right now there's a positive side and there's a negative side to it. And I think that some of us are helping the light or we're helping the positive. And somebody, they can't save us, but they want to help us. So I think something has been guiding me throughout my whole life, following me, watching me, protecting me, guiding me so that I can do what I'm, what I'm supposed to do with my life. And this is just one of many experiences I've had. And I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm sure you're going through some of these same experiences as well. You and and A1. And I know that, you know, a lot of people are having these experiences themselves. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast, man. Because these things need to be talked about. I feel like these are swept under the rug. Like, people have these instances... And then you tell like one or two people and they're like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, they're on with their day and shit like that. But that's why I'm bringing them to light. Like there are stories like this that happen. And I'm sure we all have encounters like this. It's pretty interesting. And I do agree. I see it too, man. It seems as if there is almost a darkness and a lightness to both sides of whatever you want to call it. I, in my humble opinion... Don't even call it humane. And the reason why is because I believe that most humans in my, maybe my my naive mind are of greater purpose and we all want to help each other. To be honest, that may not always be the case, but in my mind, that's how I see it. For me, unfortunately, Mike, I have, I feel like I have a lot of dark energy that follows me for whatever reason. I wish and I'm sure that there is light energy. Like I, sometimes I'll 
I'll pray and I'll reach out and I'll get the good feeling and the good goosebumps that come inside of me. But more so than not, I have a deity, a dark deity that seems to follow my footsteps and without approaching lurks over a lot of the things that I do. And I I can't get it to like disappear or to evaporate or to subside for whatever reason it it's a fucking disgusting looking huge crazy fucking motherfucking beast it's almost the hell one hell of a demon i ever could have imagined seems to be following me a majority of the places but like i said before i have more fight instincts instincts than flight instincts so i tend to battle it out now it could be something where i am a whatever you want to call it david versus goliath momentum but i do believe that there's more positive going on than negative and i i agree man there's there's a there is a light and there is a darkness so i'm i'm hearing and i'm I'm loving it mike keep going man let's let's hear what else you got well honestly dude i think that uh you know, we might have to do some more. Uh, we might have to do some more conversations, more chats, and to, to talk about all of this because, um, you know, I think that uh, you're having real experiences. You're having real things happen to you. And it's just having the ability to talk to people that are open-minded and have an open heart for it. So I'm always here for that. You could always, uh, uh, you know, share your ideas and stories with me. As far as some of my personal uh, experiences as well, I've had a lot of them, enough that I can count. Um, now I've had dreams. Uh, that were really, really profound to me. All right, go so, into it. Let's hear it. I want to hear. Um, I want to hear the one that like resides in your mind, and then I'll explain the one that sits in my mind, and let's see where we're at. All right. Uh, I have. I have that. That's the thing. I actually have a couple, but I, I have. Yo, hit I'll them all. Hit two. them all. Just do whichever do, ones. Okay. All right. So one of them. One of them, which was crazy was I had a dream that I woke up and everything was on fire. Everything was on fire. And the fire was getting closer and closer from every aspect, from angle, from every angle and every aspect. So, and everybody around me was like freaking out. They were screaming their heads off, freaking out. I seemed to be the only one that was kind of calm to it. I was still nervous and I was still trying to get away, but I was a little more calm than everybody else. So as soon as it almost engulfed me, I woke up, but I didn't wake up in my bed. I woke up in the dream somewhere else in the dream and wherever. And when I woke up, the same thing was happening again. It was like like we had 10 minutes to run away. It was like this fire was engulfing everything. And just as the fire was about to engulf me again, I woke up again and I was somewhere else in the dream. And this happened so many times in the dream that I started losing track and losing count of how many times I kept waking up within my own dream. And it was the same outcome almost every single time until the very last one. I didn't get consumed in the very last one. The very last one, somebody had told to me, I know where we have to go. And then I woke up. So that was a very big, uh, that was a big one for me. That's wild. That's very intense, man. Seeing... Seeing something like that visually and just imagining it, just a fire everywhere would make me freak out in, in all different ways, man. Was it was it like buildings on fire? Was like you could see people on fire? Was it everything like that? No, it was more like 
like once it kind of engulfed the place it was, it's like you were already away from there because it was like getting closer and closer at a very fast, like almost like it was almost like lava, like lava, like the whole like there's like this volcano that erupted in, or like some type of maybe not a volcano. It was m- maybe more like a nuke, like a bomb that went off. And it's just it's happening so fast that once it engulfs that, you know, it's like people were running from it. They weren't running with it. It's like, I didn't see anybody on fire. I didn't see any buildings on it, but it's like people were running from it. And you could see it in the distance. That's incredible. And it was, and it was, and it was coming very fast. It was, it was approaching very fast. Yeah. So it was almost th- like, some, like a bomb or something. Wow. That's, that sounds intense, man. I, I don't know if I could, th- that would sit with me for a very long time too. Is there another one you got that you could drop yes. on us? What else you got? Yes, I had a dream that um, I had a. F- I've had multiple friends of mine pass away really young. They were young, but one of them, um, a friend of mine, I was at his house in the dream, and in the dream, I guess his family. I was in his room and I was just like reminiscing, and I guess his family in the dream was like, "Okay, they want his room back. They want it. They want his room back." So I said, "Okay." So I go in the kitchen. And as I'm in the kitchen, I see this uh, woman, and she has this black druidic robe on with the hood on, right? So she goes, she's at like this table, and she had like a computer that she was looking at. So she gets up, she sees me, and she gets up from the table, and she's like kind of like in the distance a little bit. It's like a very big room. It was like a big kitchen. And it was much different than how my friend's kitchen was. But anyway, this woman, she shifted into a reptile as she was like approaching me. And the way she approached me was almost like she was hovering. She was hovering slowly to me, but she was moving faster as she got close to me. And the closer she got to me, she shifted. Her whole face went from like a human face to a reptile face. She went to bite my head off. The teeth, her teeth went right in front of my face, right into my eyes and stopped and closed shut right in front of my face. She closed shut right in front of my face. Like, like she was biting my face off. Came an inch, close, an inch away from my face and then she pulled back. She pulled all the way back. And I looked at her and I said, I know you, I know what you are. I know what you are. You're a reptile. <laughs> Damn, when I son. said that, she, oh, she moves her hand. She moves her hand and the wall opens up. This wall opens up and a crack opens up from the wall. Like it was like a crack in the wall opens up and all of these black bugs and spiders and cockroaches, they start running out from the wall like a stampede. And they run to me and they start running towards my legs. And this spider, it latches onto my left leg. But I'm not afraid of spiders. <laughs> so I look at this spider and I just ripped his arms off. Like it was like a baby toy. Like I ripped this spider off my leg. I just ripped it off with no fear. And when I did that, it was like, pew, pew. like it just like, it just like, you know, it like broke it wasn't even like an actual spider it like broke right and all of the creatures they said all the little bugs and now they started running away from me they started running away from where they were running towards me they started running away from me 
And now this entity, this entity, that uh, this creature, whatever she was, she started backing up farther and farther away from me. And then I woke up. Wow. That's a pretty intense one. So just this woman just all of a sudden decides to turn into like a reptile, nearly bites your face off. And you scream at her. And then she doubles down almost on her attack opens something within the ground causing some other weird demon-like entities to start coming after you fearlessly you shut that down and then that's when you were able to break her that's pretty intense man right. that's wild so yeah absolutely i got i got one for you mike this might be right up your All alley right. too so check this right. out i have one and I don't remember how old I was, but I was a young kid. And this plays into me and my one younger brother and my youngest brother. <clears throat> and he's had he's had a troubled life. He's still still he's doing fantastic now, but he wasn't always the best. Um, but with that being said, there was an instance that's kind of similar to what you're talking about. I can't really tell if it's a dream or not, but I was either laying in a crib or a bed. And my brother, actually, I was in there with my little brother. I may have been in a rocking chair. I can't really tell. I know I was in there with him and he was either in the crib or something like that. And there's a grim reaper walks through the corner of this wall and it just comes in and it hovers. It looks at me and it goes over to me and it's like head down looking at me and I'm freaking out. And it's like, not you. And then it goes over to my brother and it it looked like it took portions of him. And then it left. It just went the same way it came in. It walked right out that uh, same similar wall. And it freaked me out to this day. Now I have one other dream that sits with me all the time too. And what happened was I have a dream where I'm dead. Like I'm completely dead. Like I'm not non-existent. Everybody is either in. It's not heaven. I don't think it's heaven. It doesn't look like heaven. It's more like a purgatory where we're all waiting in a bunch of lines. However, we it didn't look like we did anything terrible. But it may have been a place where I determined inside my mind where I didn't do enough. And at this time, I'm standing up there. And I can look down underneath me and almost like you're seeing, like you're saying there's a fire. I see the world filled with destruction, like completely being broken down, like to no end. Like, and I'm just like, oh my God, like, and I'm standing in this line with a group of people and I'm telling them like, we got to go back. Like, this is, this is, this can't be taking place. It's terrible. Like what's happening down there? And some voice tells me, you can't go back. You can't. There's no going back. And then at one point, I take a look and I see this woman who I had thought I had a relationship with. And she looks so sad and so distressed. And we're on complete opposite sides. And then I look, I look back at myself and I take one last look down this like hole to see the earth. And it's completely engulfed in like flames and fire. And I get pushed and I actually wound up falling through and I actually came back and that's what I saw and it was like a gift that I was given almost a second chance 
to try to do and change something that's happening. And it almost feels right about the timeline that we're in because it seems as though things have gotten more chaotic during our lifespan than they have been in previous times. Not saying any time in history, but right now we're in a very weird point. So that was one of my major dreams that I hold on to. Well, I think it's very important. I'm glad you shared it because listening to it, I'm, I'm, I'm like able to visualize it as you're saying it. So that's how I, that, you know, that's how I always know that, um, you know, it's it's coming from the it's coming from a real place. Because if I can see it and I feel it, then then I know that, that you know it's it's um, it's important and it's. Uh, I think that, that we, we, do, you know we could all be not all but some of us have come back here to help in a way. Like we not we're not from here, our souls or whatever we're not from here, but we've come back here to help out because something that's happening now or something that's gonna happen is going to affect generations to come is going to affect other planets to come so i feel I think that uh i feel the same way i feel like that's almost as if there's people that keep showing up in our lives either for good or for nefarious reasons as well you've had them yeah. showing up in your life i've had them showing up in mine and it doesn't make any sense and i can't figure it out and i don't know why but then again, while I'm talking to you right now, and we're both having these same kind of situations, yeah. it's pretty fucking crazy where you can tell me how the world's on fire and I'm dead in a fucking weird-ass place telling you that the world is on fire as well and I woke up to it too. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of that movie Soul. Yeah, it just it just makes us... That's crazy. It makes me feel as if there's a bigger connection going on and you're right. It, maybe not everybody has that connection, but I'm sure there's more of us out there think that have, the collective have this consciousness. So I think it's super important that we keep having these conversations. And, and yo, man, I appreciate everything you brought up. I'm, I'm open. If you've got anything else, too, let it rip, man. I want to hear about it. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of dreams. I mean, I've had a lot of dreams. I, maybe I do, an, uh, you know. If I could remember, I'll tell more dreams. But another experience that I had was this was a couple years back. I was in my uh, my old one of my old apartments, and I got up. I went off. I went to turn the heat off. So I get up. I go to turn the heat off. Walk back into my living room. All of a sudden, I, it's almost like have you ever uh, get in that get, got that feeling where you, you get up from the couch too quick and you kind of get a little lightheaded. Yes. You get like a weird feeling. Well, it was like that times a hundred, but it, it, I had already gotten up from the couch. I got up from the couch. I walked up to the hallway to turn off the heat. So I walked back to the living room, and before I could even sit back on the couch, all of a sudden, my memory's gone. My memory was complete. I had no idea who I was, where I was, what was going on. I, I had no, I had no remembrance of my. I didn't know my name. I didn't know, I didn't remember anybody in my family. I had no remembrance. I had no memory of anything. It was all gone for about 10 seconds. I'm standing there and I'm looking around and I'm saying, where am I? Who am I? What is this? What is going on? And then about 10 seconds later, it starts like very fast. Everything starts coming back to me. And then I, you know, eventually I remember, you know, I start remembering again. I remember my name. I remember who I am. I know where I am. Okay. I'm in my apartment, but I wasn't on anything. I didn't take anything. I didn't do anything. 
But I it, lost my memory for like 10 seconds. That's incredible. Yeah, I, that's, that is wild, man. I believe it. I believe it could happen. Like you just, out of nowhere, you just stood up very quickly and it just felt like as if you forgot who you were, essentially. And it was weird because I've had, you know, I mean, so I started looking it up because it was so different than anything that has ever happened to me. It was so, like, it, it was kind of scary because to for completely forget everything, to have no idea where you are, who you are, it's such a scary feeling. So I started looking it up, and then I came across this woman. I don't remember her name. I never saved the video, and I can't find it till this day. But it was a video of a woman claiming that she was a walk-in that um, Andromedans had, 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 I guess, walked into her body, and they were somehow monitoring what was happening. And she was like a completely different person and her children couldn't like even recognize her. She looked the same, but her personality was completely different. So I don't think that happened to me. I'm still the same. I got that. I still love wrestling. I still love yeah. you know, hip hop. <laughs> so I, I don't think I'm a walk in. I just I, I had no idea to explain what had happened to me. So I started looking it up. I came across that video. I thought it was very interesting. But I still to this day, I have no explanation for what happened to me. I never really got it checked out, but it, it never happened again. I have no idea, man. And I do think that we uh, we could have... I'll tell you another one. So I had a memory of, of a past life. And if you remember something from even like 10 years ago, if something happened to you 10 years ago, and then you remember it 10 years later, you'll say, oh, wow, I forgot about that. I haven't thought of that or heard of that in years. Wow, I remember now. I haven't even... I forgot all about that. Right. That happened to me as far as existing before i remembered that i existed before and i had a vision i saw myself it was it was this guy he had it, it, much shorter hair than i have now and didn't exactly look like me now and he was inside a cave he was looking at a fire inside a cave and he was laughing and he had like a black almost like how you know like the uh, the robes that like the Jedi wear, yeah, and the Sith. He, it was like a robe like that, but I saw and I, and I saw I saw like this face, and he was laughing, and it was like a memory, but it was like as a vision, like you know, how, like you could remember something, but you can visualize it. Yeah, I was visualizing, and it was a memory of me. It was me. I knew that it was me from a past life, and I was laughing. I don't know what I was laughing at. Wow. That was incredible. And then that happened to me a couple of more times where I remembered existing before. That's incredible, man. Yeah, I, I believe it, man. Like, even during certain those situations where you were, like, explaining things to me, I, I felt, like, a euphoric feeling. Like, I get it every once in a while where I feel like I'm enlightened and I can, like, tell, like, there's a connection. Like, there's something going on where I can relate to it. I can't relate yeah. to having like a past life, but when sometimes I'll I'll fall into those euphoric states, that's pretty impressive, man. That's crazy. Yeah, oh, I appreciate it. And I, I I'm telling you, man, we're all once you start going down this journey and this path, it does get dark and there can be attacks on you. But it's also realizing that you're not you're never alone because we're all everybody's attacked on some level, even our parents brothers and sisters that are not aware of this stuff they don't care about it they think everything is fine for the most part they're also attacked it's just they, they don't really express it they don't know how they don't they don't understand it and they or they don't remember right and that's the crazy part about it 
So I that's where I think it's remembering. That's where I think I want to take this. I want to get their stories that they think are too far fetched that people won't believe it. Because if you have a conscience mind of all of these stories that you can all play out together like i mean like we're two people and we just came up with almost a similar situation where you saw fire and i was seeing mm -hmm. something else where the world was caught on fire now what if there's a collective mind and we all have bits and pieces and we're all connected and we're seeing different portions play out at different Definitely. times mm -hmm. so like that's where i want to take this i just want to keep opening it up and get and i want to not necessarily get somebody to explain whatever they don't want to say, but if they're open to talk, I'm more than willing to put them on here so that they have a voice. This is no judgment. Like, these are actual facts. This is like, Mike, I'm sure you're not lying to me. I, sh I can tell, like, you're just divulging things that you've had in your mind that you wanted to speak about. I'm doing the same thing. I got to get these right. things out, man. I have them inside my mind. And if I tell them to my parents or like a group of people, they may not listen to it. But if I could put it out here, it's out here, man. It, it, I'm not, I'm not fibbing. I know you're not fibbing. There's no reason for me to lie about this. Why would, why would I make up a lie about this? Like, there's absolutely no reason. Right. The only thing I want to do is feel more connected to people and see if there's something else out there where we're maybe a different way that we're connected to that we're not really seeing. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah. No, I agree with you, man. And I, I think the same thing. And I, you know, also, there's really not much money to be made in this field anyway yeah <laughs> you know, i'm not, not really. i'm not yeah i'm not looking for yet. that especially with doing it because people especially think out there people think there's something wrong with you so you lose you know, exactly I yeah mean, it's it's more know, so about who you're talking to yeah it's more so about people will put you in a box and say like oh he's he's different or he's weird but like crazy or crazy or like, or like losing his mind yeah. but at the same time like like maybe there's something to it maybe there is something that's a little deeper in and a little bit out there that we're supposed to connect to like the mind it, it works in mysterious ways maybe it doesn't all have to work one way what I, maybe I don't there's understand is how if one man has what they would consider something delusional that that's a person is considered to have mental illness but if a whole society has something that seems con seems delusional that's considered normal yeah. Right. Yes. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah you know, that's exactly like, what it is. It's if we were taught at school about secret societies, about you know uh, spirituality, about just, just certain things that they don't teach us, we wouldn't. It wouldn't be the weird thing to talk about. It would be the normal. So it's just like what you said. Whatever yeah. everybody's doing becomes normal. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever everybody's doing. But I want to break past that barrier. I want to go deeper than that. And I want right. people to come close and just 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 express what you have in your mind. Maybe it's maybe you're too scared to talk about it. Here's an open platform. Deliver whatever you have that maybe you think you have that other people should hear, but you're too afraid to get out there. There's no judgment. And it's an open space, and that's what we bring to in this uh, cynical prisoner podcast, man. That's it. Yo, I, I thank you for having me on, and I appreciate it. And um, you know, I've been doing some um, some talks on the clubhouse. I don't know if you uh, heard of clubhouse yet. Yeah, I'll jump on clubhouse. I'm on there, so I'll find you on yeah. there, Mike. We we'll link yeah, up on there and on, stuff. He's on my list. So and I'll then jump in with him all the time. Yeah, and yeah, I'm a. Man. 
I'm going to release this podcast. I'm going to clean it up a little bit and put it out there probably either tonight or tomorrow. And we'll let this one rip. And then I'm going to start up another conversation. We're going to keep this going. I think it's... uh. I think we're going to try and keep connecting the collective mind is what I would like to do and just get get the deep thoughts that other people are having that maybe they're not just dreams. Maybe these things aren't just visuals that they think they're seeing. Maybe they are happening and we're just maybe sweeping them under the rug because we don't know, life, you know. Yeah, or memories of past lives and we just don't know how to explain them or like how to show them. But maybe if we have a way where we could talk it out and we have a register of everything, we can go back and be like, wow, that's actually pretty crazy. Definitely. So. I'm right there with you. Hell yeah. So anyways, Mike, thanks for doing this. And uh, that'll be the end of this podcast. And it was a pleasure, man. Thank you. Same here. I uh, yeah. appreciate you. And we'll definitely do it again. Hell yeah. All right, Mike. Yeah, yeah buddy.